I got you. Okay. Get me. You get me, bro. You direct, get me. Direct, creative director, Ralph. Hello, chirpers. You're listening to What You're Chirping Now For. This is episode 12 with me, Georgia Ralph. And me, Ella Bourne. Congrats on making it this far. How are you, Ella Bourne? Yeah, I am good. Always good in the hood. Good. Um, how are you? Yeah, I, I'm sorry. I've literally just realised that my bodysuit is undone. Um, yeah. I had no idea. I'm not sure if it's been like that all day. That's fun. <laughs> hey, well. <laughs> um, no, I'm good. How are you? <laughs> yeah, I'm very good, thank you. Have you got some highlights and lowlights to share with us this week? Ooh. Um, my highlight is probably right this very second. So for all you listeners, I have changed my Zoom background so that I am on stage and I'm talking to an audience and mm-hmm. it's made my life a whole lot better. It feels like I'm talking to the real deal. Like I've actually got followers it, here. Like I feel like Jesus. It looks very real right now. And you look like you belong there as well, actually, on the stage. Do you know what? I feel very comfortable up here on stage talking to you guys for great so yeah loving it <laughs> um highlight and highlight oh let's have a think highlight maybe last week I played some squash with my friends um then we went out for lunch together which was fun I haven't seen him in a while so it was good to have a little catch up and then went on quite a spontaneous night out with them as well so that was fun. Yeah, lovely um the Sunday was a write-off, though. Not feeling funky and fresh. Not for me. Um, maybe that's my low light. Hangovers. The hangover. Mm. Yeah. What about you? It's been, a, it's been a while since I've had a bad hangover, and I feel like when the next one does hit, it's going to hit quite hard. Yeah. Especially as we're starting to get a little bit older as well now. That's what I mean. As I've got older, and it sounds so dramatic because I'm only 23, but mm. as I've got older, I be- I get hit so bad. Like, yeah. when I was at uni... I'd get a hangover, but, you know, I could carry on the next day. I feel like a yeah. legend for doing that. And now I'm a write-off two, three working days. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> Take me out of the equation. I'm not there. <laughs> well, I remember, like, first year of uni, going out three, sometimes four times a week and still making my 8.30 lectures in the morning and still making training and gym and whatever else. Whereas now I've... I want to be in yeah. bed. I want to be in bed literally. Literally. Yeah. So on the Sunday yeah. that I was hungover, I like I was meant to have training at 10 a.m. At 9:30, my brother came into my room and was like, "Ella, get up, we have training." And I was like, Ugh. and he <laughs> physically took the duvet off me and carried me out of bed. And I was like, "Put me down, I'm going to bed." And then <laughs> ran back into bed and missed training. <laughs> uh, I yeah. Times. So my highlights and lowlights this week. Um, highlight would be I came back to London yesterday and met up with two of my friends. We had a really wholesome day watching the World Cup T20 final between South Africa and Australia, which was very exciting. Um, and nice. lots of food, definitely too much food. Um, so that was really nice and very wholesome. And then my low light, mm, don't know if I have one this week. Um, maybe the fact that my whole family are in Madeira whilst I'm here, um, because I would love to be there with them, but I am going to Portugal this weekend, so can't have it all, can you? You can't, you really can't. Well, well, you could, but you don't. 
Yeah. <laughs> thanks. Thanks for being in a bit more. Thank you. I appreciate that. Happy Monday. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's nice. At least go to Portugal. That'd be fun. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to it. And so it's supposed to be a surprise for one of the guys that's coming, but his wife accidentally spilled that it was that we were going to Portugal. But it's still a bit of a surprise because he doesn't know that the rest of us are going. He just thinks he's going on a little romantic holiday. Um, so, I mean, oh. that might be a good surprise. That might be a bad surprise for him. I don't really know at this point. Um, but we're going to be there <laughs> anyway. So, tough luck to him. Let's just hope he loves it. <laughs> Otherwise, it's a little bit awkward. Um, you mm. shared something this week with me about the tampon situation with Tiger Woods. Um, Obviously, we spoke about it last time, last week, um, but there was a bit of progress, wasn't there? Yes, I've had a bit of feedback from people um, who have listened to the podcast and I've read some comments online. So I just want to clarify where, well, Ralph might not agree with me, but where I stand on the situation. So for those of you who missed last week's episode or have forgotten, I'll do a little recap for you now. So Tiger Woods hit a shot. It went very far. His partner, Justin, someone, can't Thomas. remember his last name right now. I think Thomas? it's Justin Thomas, I think. Yeah. Well, he hit the ball, didn't go as far as Tiger Woods. So Tiger Woods then handed Justin a tampon. Now, is this the worst situation in the world? No. Am I personally offended? No. Is it a massive deal? No. But we're going to talk about it because we are a sexism podcast. We are a sexism campaign. We are going to talk about it. It's lit- quite literally what we do. Um, so just in regards to that, the reason why we are disappointed is because you are literally trying to... Ah, what's the word? Essentially, you're calling women weak and inferior to men. That's the whole situation. No, it's not the big deal. Yes, I get it's a joke. However, one thing that hit me today... So I was actually in, what do you call them? A service station, uh, Clackett Lane. <laughs> you know that one? Do you like it? <laughs> Never heard of it. Okay, Clackett Lane services. It's it's uh, not great. Um. Anyway, oh, okay. I was in there and in the toilets, there is a poster of uh, a woman in a third world country saying when she gets her period, she cannot go to school because she has no products. So therefore, this is why it kind of irks me more. So a woman is lacking now in education or is somewhat behind a man because of her period because she doesn't have the right things to go to school and you know doesn't have doesn't have the opportunity to to use tampons and and pads and and whatnot so therefore you throwing this in in the face on the media is not appropriate i get it not the end of the world no not the biggest of deals worst things going on agree however inappropriate i hadn't you hadn't said to me about the stance from the third world country um, situation. No, um, I literally said today. I hadn't even thought about that at all. Um, going on the first bit, um, yeah, I can really hear in your voice how riled up you are <laughs> about this. But yeah, totally agree. Like we understand that Tiger Woods there was just trying to have a joke. We get that, but it is very much saying that women are inferior and would not be able to hit the ball as far. You can then go into that and say, oh, but um, physiologically, 
women are weaker than men. Yes, get that. That is also a point. But it shouldn't be a case of, ha, 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 you're rubbish at your sport because you can't hit the ball very far. It should just be accepted. Mm. And And I'm sure there's a lot of women out there that can hit the ball as far, if not further, than some men. So, yeah. And also, I read an article the other day about when women are on their periods and playing sports, men don't necessarily always understand everything that's going on behind that. So it, part of the the cycle, you get the, pa- the the pains in the cramps. That's part of it. Yes, continuous. Most of them pop a few paracetamol, still feel the pain, but go on. And then but part of your hormones, it makes you tired. It makes you hungry. It makes you restless. Um, there's so many different things that it makes you and it actually affects your performance there's been studies done on it where it shows how women tend to perform um slightly off their normal game when on their period because their body is is not functioning the same because all that kind of i don't know the technical stuff for it but all of your your things yeah that's the one yeah (laughs) science lessons with georgia elf (laughs) basically your body doesn't perform the same because it's needing to sort out the, the things going on in your mm. body I actually basically I actually read an article about this this week um and I did think oh we should mention this on the podcast and then I completely forgot about it um so I'm glad that you brought this up but you're completely right um you know I'd hate to have trained for four years and it comes to and you know if you're good enough comes to a Olympic final and, you know, you've got the worst period cramps ever. You just don't feel like you're on your A game at all. But you still have to pull the best performance of your life out if you want that medal that you've worked four years effectively to achieve. Mm. Um, and it's just one of those things that you can't do anything about that. You can't stop your periods. I mean, yes, there are drugs that you can take and stuff, but that's still changing all the hormones in your body and isn't always reliable and yeah so mm. it sucks and I, there's there's a lot of we have spoke about it briefly on here before um about football players who women's football mm. teams who are changing the shorts colors from white to different colors because women don't feel comfortable having to go and play week in week out in white shorts um i've seen recently another a rugby teams changed um their shorts as well um which i mean i personally you know, we play in whites playing cricket it's not ideal when I'm on my period I hate it because I'm thinking Mm. I'm always thinking about that as well as my own performance um and it's just something that men I guess don't have to think about or you know Mm. as we've said the pains and headaches and whatever else you get with your period that has a massive effect on your performance as well yeah absolutely and I would even probably say that that when it is that time I'm focusing more on that rather than playing cricket because I'm thinking what can everyone else see that maybe I can't, you know? And it's always that fear of, of oh, oh, has anything happened? And everyone's laughing at you, that kind of thing. And you do you overthink everything. And I think yeah. especially when it is that time, not only are you going through everything as well, your brain gets all, well, for me, muffled. Like I feel like I can't remember anything. I can't get my words out. Like nothing in here makes sense. So mm. it's it's a lot to, to add up. And I, and I understand going back to Tiger Woods, I'm not personally offended, you know, I'm not going to lose sleep and cry about it. But this is a, a podcast and it is a campaign where we are going to talk about sexism and bring it up if it is in the wrong. 
and like we are happy to debate it we're happy to have those discussions um it, it's a good thing that we are talking about it um but just off the back of that I then did go back and say okay so you're saying that in golf it, it's just you know it's fine it's absolutely fine so I turned around and said okay well what if it was cricket okay and 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 it was the between two batters me as a girl I'm in a men's team and I'm fielding is it appropriate the answer was no and I said okay it's a male team I'm umpiring is it appropriate the answer was well mm, you've got to have a you know a neutral standpoint so it's not ideal but you know it's just a joke I said okay well then where's the line Mm. just because I'm playing does that change it and plus Tiger Woods knows he's on that on that platform he knows he's got cameras on them and yet if it is a joke that's gone on for 10 years fine if you if you insist on doing it do not do it in front of the cameras because that especially as someone of that level that's going to be highlighted and look what's happened all the the backlash and there are women uh football women and all the men were there going oh who are these two to talk about this they don't even play real, real football and and I was just like come on mm. we're in 2023 give it a break yeah it's <laughs> interesting isn't it um you've just made me think about something that I'm now going to be thinking about for a while because I can't remember what it was oh yes um I don't know if you've seen but Sarah Taylor who used to be mm. England women's wicketkeeper um her and her partner announced this week that they were having a baby yeah amazing it's really exciting um I'm sure they're very excited um but I also read today that and again I don't know if you've seen this um yeah that people have started commenting on her post about it saying so you've turned gay all of a sudden because she hadn't outwardly come out and said, hello, everyone, I'm gay. Hmm. And also people are commenting, um, but but you're two women, how can you have a baby? Mm. Like as if IVF hasn't existed for years Mm. and things like adoption and whatever, there are so many different routes. And I was just like, what? And I also thought it was actually a shame because also, Sarah Taylor, I know you don't, but if you do watch this podcast, many congratulations. <laughs> we love you. <laughs> um, but no, and it was also a shame because she had shared this news and so many people were saying, congratulations, this is amazing, you know, yay for you. Um, and then, like, she then had to come out and say, like, do a statement and say, like, women can have baby, uh, can have children. Yes, I'm gay, blah, blah, blah. And I like, always took the shine off her exciting announcement. And yeah. I thought that was actually a real shame for her yeah yeah agreed so yeah i just wanted to throw that one out there do you um, know what i love sarah taylor oh she's class isn't she absolutely love her yeah i used like, to love watching her play absolute Keeping, quality i remember batting, either just oh yeah i remember at sussex um i i was did a few sessions with her um for the ladies mm-hmm. and you got like put into different pairs and I got put with her and I, and I was like maybe 15 at the time and I was like oh my god I'm paired with Sarah Taylor how amazing is this and it was like where you had to like do little drills and you know one person would throw the ball the other person would bat she spent the whole time with me batting and she would throw the ball at me literally coaching me like she took no time for herself oh, and she she was absolutely amazing so lovely so down to earth and she wasn't doing it to to try and be like oh I don't need training or whatever she was just being so genuinely lovely and so invested in trying to help me out and make me better and I like I've always taken it away and I'm just like in love with her from now on I'm like what an amazing oh, woman that's so lovely brilliant. 
what a good role model. Yeah. I've I've met her a couple of times as well. And again, she was very, very nice, very lovely, mm. and always asked me how my cricket was going. Um mm. so yeah, what a good role model. Exactly. Love that. Just uh, yeah. on um on reflecting. So I've done a lot of reflecting recently, okay. thinking about our podcast and what we've talked about. And obviously, you know, I've told you about some comments we've had about the Tiger Woods situation and, you know, the debates we've had. But a few weeks ago, I actually had a few discussions about Qatar and the World Cup and our comments on it. Okay. So, and I actually somewhat agree. So some people have said that, you know, why are we so against Qatar? And I explained, you know, the whole LGBTQ side of things and that's, and, you know, how some of the people were treated and stuff. And they said, okay, well, the next, I think it's the next World Cup. It's meant to be hosted in America, um, if I'm correct, or some tournament is. Mm-hmm. And they said to me, okay, well, what's the difference? You know, okay, LGBTQ plus in Qatar is obviously a big issue. I respect that. I understand that. However, if it's in America, there are a lot of laws in America that necessarily aren't what we would like them to be. For example, the law on abortions, or if that's a trigger warning, but that law. Um, there's also other laws like, you know, the gun laws and stuff like that. And so why are we targeting this one country when as a, as a UK, we're not perfect America's not perfect. Other countries that are hosting these big tournaments are also doing things that we would class as unacceptable. And I thought, yeah. actually, that's a really good point. So whilst I still agree that Qatar and LGBTQ plus aren't where it needs to be and isn't acceptable, I do think maybe, me personally, I was too harsh on Qatar. What do you yeah, think about that? I think I think the biggest thing with Qatar was the treatment of people who were building the stadiums and the thousands mm. of people that died building them. I think that was the biggest thing. Whereas in America, they're either, I mean, I haven't done any research into what stadiums they're going to be using. They'll either be ones that are already there or if they are building stadiums for it, it will be done mm. in a way that is safe and I doubt there'll be any deaths. Um, yeah with with people building it so I think that's the biggest thing that would counteract that that point um and then the LGBT rights I think came in as a bit of a secondary to that and it was kind of like they you know they've done one bad thing so let's find everything else bad that surrounds Mm. that country um and you are right there are still laws in certain states in America that don't agree with LGBT rights, but I'd say on the whole, it is a lot more accepting. Um, and also, I don't believe that any states um, actually punish people by death or imprisonment um, for, no, being, no. for being gay. So I'd say that's where the, I'd say Qatar is a little bit more extreme in how mm. they are against LGBT rights than America are. Yeah, no, I'd agree. Um, and then on, on your point about... Um like the workers and the conditions they're in. So this, when I was having this discussion with someone, this then got brought to me as, well, what about the fast fashion in the UK or fast fashion in China and how the their conditions when they're working, it's unsafe, there's been documentaries about it. And, you know, many people are have been killed in, in that process as well. Um, you know, it's not livable conditions. So how do we compare? Why are we just judging Qatar? So, yeah, I mean, for me, all I'm trying to say from this is it's made me do a lot of reflecting and thinking, actually, yes, mm-hmm. I don't agree with a lot of the stuff that, that happened in Qatar regarding the World Cup. Maybe I need to think about other places before I just criticise that place. So for me, it was a reflection and a learning yeah, point. 
I think you're right. I think no country's perfect. Um, there's going to be bad things going on or things that people deem as not right um, mm. in any country. Um, but I think it was just more the how extreme it was in Qatar. Yeah. Um, yeah. As a, as a country as well, whereas fast fashion is a problem everywhere. Mm. So you can't pick on one country and say, well, your country's bad for um, buying things from certain sites that support workers mm. who are not being paid enough. It's kind of a global problem that. Um, yeah. It's just interesting. It is um, interesting. It's it's always nice have... to have different different points of view. Yeah, um, mm. yeah. The good yeah, I just wanted to to bring that up, and because I because I've had these conversations, and I hadn't shared them on here because I needed to internalize it first and understand the different points of views. And I think now that I have, I mean, I still hundred percent think that the the way that LGBT community is treating Qatar is absolutely not okay and obviously the conditions of the workers again not okay um but yeah I think it's just good to to reflect and and understand everyone's points of views thanks for sharing well I was also going to raise something that we talked about um maybe last week the week before you were talking about the kit that Adam's mum has found women women's uh cricket kit um, I was having a conversation with someone um, who also, so I've previously worked in the sporting world and still have uh, a, quite a big tie into the sporting world. But I was talking to another another girl who works within sport and we were talking about the kit that we're given because quite often when you work with sports teams or you work for sporting organisations, you're quite often given sports kit. So mm. we were talking about, and it was it started as a passing passing comment and it built into quite a really interesting conversation so basically i worked for a sports organization and we were given quite a lot of kit to to wear whilst we were working uh, but they seemed to forget that women might be working in that field and all the kit that they bought was men's stuff that was way, Mm. way, way oversized for women. So I had Mm. to go to work every day because we were away with work as well. So I had to go to work every day in these polo shirts that were like down to my thighs. I was trying to tuck it in, but there was just too much material. These mm. jogging jogging bottoms that were like down around, like way down around my ankles. I had to pull them right up to my pretty much under my boobs. You know, <laughs> I had this jacket that the sleeves were about half an arm too long, and it was just mm. like that. Actually, at the time, I was just like, "Oh, this is really annoying because I'm having I don't look smart at all mm. because I'm wearing everything that's way too big for me and doesn't fit me properly." Also, I think I was the only girl who ha- there was trainers that were the right size for me because they only had them from size seven onwards, and I'm six and a half, so I managed to I just managed to get a pair of the seven trainers and they were okay. But all the other girls didn't have proper trainers to wear. Um, and it was just like they completely bypassed the fact that they were going to have women working for them in that field. Mm. And mm. That actually now looking back on it, doing some reflecting, like you say, 
uh, actually makes me really annoyed. Yeah. It's probably one of those things as well that at the time you just think, oh, just something I've got to get on with and put up with. And then you turn around and go, hold on a minute. Because as you say, like that makes you look not smart because it's too big and nothing fits. Especially for the girls who didn't have the right size trainers. Mm. Like how are they walking around all day and doing things? That's crazy. They they ended up wearing their own trainers. But then when it came, we actually had a media visit. And because this sporting organisation was sponsored by Adidas... Um, everything had to be at Adidas. Um, but they had to either hide their feet from the cameras or they weren't allowed to be around when the cameras were around because if they didn't have Adidas trainers, some of them only had Nike trainers with them, um, they, you know, couldn't be seen. <gasps> oh, my God. That is bad. Mm. That, why couldn't the company just invest in proper clothes and trainers that fit you? Was it was it was that the reason that they wouldn't invest in it? It it wasn't that they wouldn't invest in it. It's just the stuff that they sent over. I mean, maybe they have it in smaller sizes. I don't know. But the stuff right. that was sent to the camp that we were at was all Got stuff you. that was far too big and not correct. And I mean, I don't I don't mind wearing men's clothes at all. I'll point that out. Give me a men's shirt. I mean, yeah. I wear men's clothes a lot of the time anyway. But it was just the fact that they didn't actually consider the fact that our body shape's a little bit smaller sometimes. Um, and I, I will also say that there were also men there that were wearing shirts that were way too big for them. Mm. Um, so it wasn't just a, a women's only problem. It, it did yeah. affect some of the men as well. But it was kind of like that consideration was never made. And it no. have an impact on all the females there. And it also it was the way that they went about it because it was sort of like a oh poo moment that you heard the manager say when it came to handing the kit out and they went oh uh oh we've realized that we haven't got the right stuff and uh maybe the girls if you come first and get your kit because we've actually realized that we don't have any small sizes so you can have all the smallest stuff we do have but it was still not small enough yeah oh my word that that yeah that's not great, especially if they do have that moment where like, oh, God, like, what are we going to do? Yeah. And wow. and the reason I mentioned this is because there was a, a girl, as I said, that I was talking to and she worked for another sports organisation. And she said every talk, because they go on different places all the time, um, every time they've gone away and been given a new set of kit, it's always been stuff that is not the appropriate size at all. Um, mm. So it seems to be that sometimes whoever's doing this forgets that maybe they need to provide for women that are in the sports field as well yeah no that's a really good um point to bring up very interesting actually because again it's things that like that that you know can easily go unnoticed because especially if if your manager is like oh god I'm really sorry as well Mm. you don't want to necessarily blame them yeah yeah, very interesting but actually brings me back to um a point at uni when I was part of the netball team I remember so obviously netball team it is women's kit not men's but I went over there and they were like what size are you like to get your kit and I went oh I'm a size 10 (laughs) she looked at me up and down and went no 16 14 at a push and I was like oh yeah but like but the reason being she didn't mean it like that but the reason she did that was because the the women's clothing clothing was made so small. 
Oh, really? And I was like, oh, I was like, oh, okay. Um, I am a size 10 though. And she was like, she's like, yeah, well, look at her. And like, um, she's like, she's normally a size four and she wears a size 10. And I was like, oh, okay. So then I was like, oh, oh, the 16. And I put it on and it was like tight on me. And there's nothing wrong with being with like being that size. But yeah. when I'm not used to being a, like in a size 16 and, and as a size 10, it's fitting snug. I was like, have I gained weight? Like, what's like, do you know what I mean? Like, it, even yeah. though you know it's too small and they've said it, it goes through your head. Like, I can't be, like, I know it's too small, but it can't be this much too small. Um, so that's just gonna, my experience. I'm going to interject with my advice that normally comes at the end of the podcast right now Ooh. in that don't listen to the numbers because psychologically no. you can psych yourself out so much, but the variance in sizes from one brand to the next can be completely different because there are no um, laws and rules around what those sizes have to be, that a size 10 somewhere could be a size 18 somewhere else. So don't mm-hmm. listen to the numbers and think, oh my God, all of a sudden I put on so much weight or just uh, yeah yeah 100 percent, 100 percent agree um i, I actually saw say, a video oh oh i'm actually gonna oh yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna <laughs> finish with a quote that i also read somewhere which was um clothes aren't clothes aren't made to fit you you're made to fit clothes which means that like if you put a top on and it doesn't fit you it's not like that's your fault that mm. that top isn't made to fit you you have to go and find the clothes that you fit yeah yeah almost Does that I make get sense? What you're saying. yeah because clothes I... are made so generically that they're not going to fit everyone's body types perfectly yeah so you've got but that it. doesn't yeah. mean you're fat or no. oversized or this that or the other it doesn't mean anything yeah agreed 100% agreed because even now like if I if I wear something and it says like an extra small, I'm like, oh, look at me feeling skinny. <laughs> and then if I wear something, it's like a size large. I'm like, oh, oh, well, <laughs> that's life. <laughs> like, it's that's so common. That's what people say. That's what all the people say. But like, it is so common. I think especially now that we are a bit older, we know not to let it affect us. But I think it still is damaging for for younger people if, if they're yeah. not gone through that journey like we have, Ralph. No, the grown women we have become. It is it is funny, isn't it, to think about, you know, a few years ago, like that difference in clothes number would have really affected me mm. affected me. Whereas now I'm just like, you know what? Who cares? Why does that matter? Mm. It doesn't. Yeah. Nope. Not in the nope. slightest. Nope. 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 I said no, no, no. <laughs> that was that was quite good. Oh, that, that actually I sounded think, quite hang on. the uh, the crowd on your um on your screen they're <laughs> standing ovation i think from oh my that. god thanks guys thanks come to my next tour please buy <laughs> tickets <laughs> i i've just got a text from someone at work in the group chat and they said if you're anywhere dark tonight have a look outside as you might oh, be able yeah, to see, see the northern, northern lights. stars northern lights yeah. yeah i saw that i've just looked outside though and i haven't seen it so, yeah, I so saw some other things related to women's football this week. So one thing was I watched the Lionesses play against Italy on the telly. So the the, the final score was 2-1. Italy's goal, though, your panda thing is really weirding me out. <laughs> Can you see my head? Yeah, because you just keep moving it. It looks like it's going to fall off. 
just to clarify everyone um sabornia has now changed her background thing to an avatar and she's currently a panda and it's wearing a hoodie it's really throwing me off but okay i'll try and continue um yeah so the football game um so italy's goal came from how am i wording this i'm not wording this very well so essentially the ball there was a question to whether the ball had traveled off the byline it was then played into the box and Italy scored a goal, but there was then a question mark about whether the ball had actually crossed the line. So there was two potential VAR situations. Had the ball gone off the pitch? Had the ball mm-hmm. gone in the goal? But in women's football, they don't have VAR in place. So neither of those decisions could have been looked at. And in actual fact, I watched the the replay and I am I'm pretty sure that the ball went off the pitch so Italy's goal should not have counted at all um but they didn't have the capacity to actually check that why don't they have VAR my only sensible reason is that it's expensive but they'll pay for it. it they'll pay for it in the men's game but they won't pay for it in the women's game oh yeah it's true the prohibitive costs of installing the many cameras required to make it work. Uh, that doesn't even make sense. Okay, it's not viable across the smaller grounds which can host games across the league. Wow. Yeah. Well, that's interesting because, again, someone that I have spoken to this week um, works or has worked in the field of that sort of technology uh line mm. technology var systems um and apparently the stadium that they played at in coventry is all rigged up to go and all they'd have had to have done was pay for someone to m- monitor it essentially that's bad then that is bad yeah and I, mean, I, suppose if you, I suppose if you're not offering it in all stadiums then you can't mm. pick and choose when you are offering it yeah absolutely yeah, and I, I do get it in the fact that there is more money in men's football, a lot more money. Mm. However, if we do want to strive towards equality, then it does seem like it's something that they need to start investing in and, and get women playing at the, the bigger stadiums. But mm. what do we know, Ralph? What do we what know? Do we know? And there's also a massive thing going off in women's football at the minute around, so the, the Women's World Cup's coming up in July um, mm. and Canada are currently protesting against their governing body because they don't feel like they're being properly treated. Um, so they might not play in the World Cup. There's question marks over that at the minute. think there's still a lot of time for things to change. Um, but at the minute, it's not looking like the players want to play because they don't feel like they're being fairly treated. Um, mm. And then there's also been really big news around the French women's football team this week. Um, where the captain has announced that she doesn't feel like she's being properly treated by the manager um, and due to mental health reasons associated with that has said that she won't be playing in the World Cup. And two players who are arguably France's best players um, have said in support of the captain, they also won't be taking part because of uh it's to do with a relationship with the manager and how they've been treated and that they're not happy essentially so they've decided that they aren't going to play wow 
My word. So, that is news. There's a there's a lot kicking off and obviously yeah. USA, they've always been sort of leading the way for striving for women's rights in football and trying to equality essentially. Um so I mean I wouldn't be surprised if there's more news to come from them this year. Um, mm. And it'd be interesting to see if any other football teams start to follow suit as well. Yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah, that is, wow, big news. Mm. Big old news. Yes, but my only worry with this is, I mean, they're obviously doing it for the right reasons, whether it's mental health related or whether it's that they're just protesting, I guess. Um, mm. They're doing it for the right reasons and I, I really trust that. Um, but I'm just concerned that, you know, the Women's World Cup is a, a massive stage to show women's football and women's sport in general. And if you're mm. if you've not got the best players playing, then does that take away from the standard? And th- will people want to watch that? Yeah. People feel inspired by that? I don't know. Yeah, I get, I get what you're saying. Yeah, it, it's a difficult one, actually, because um, I do think it's really important to support these women putting their mental health first absolutely but then like you said we're absolutely on a mission to show that women can play sport and and we can play it well um and if you've not got your best team out there then maybe you're not showcasing that Mm. um having said that it does give an opportunity to to new players coming through so maybe they'll they'll perform and and create that spark with with the young people that's what you can hope really yeah oh yeah i suppose you're completely right gives them some experience uh, on yeah. a massive stage as well so mm. I'm really looking forward to Women's World Cup this year yeah I would love also, to be out in Australia watching it um, so if anyone wants to pay for my flights out there <laughs> I'm very very grateful and me <laughs> we're, we're a package deal you can't have one without the other <laughs> sponsors <laughs> if you're paying for Ralph you're paying for me <laughs> Um, talking about the World Cup, I'm going to move on to the Cricket World Cup um, mm. because this is obviously being taking place in South Africa this year. Um, yeah. And for those of you, of you who may not know, my boss is South African. So we have been having some chats about the cricket and I was like, oh, well, you know, England are going to beat them. And actually South, Af- South Africa beat us. So mm. fair play to them. Well played to them. Yeah. And that um, was a massive achievement for South Africa, wasn't it? Because yeah. That's- first men's or women's team to get to a t20 world cup final absolutely yeah i like don't don't get me wrong it's disappointing for england and i'm sad for us but like massive props to south africa like they absolutely deserve it and yeah big achievement for them and i know by speaking to him it's actually re kind of ignited the spark in south africa but around cricket and and especially with with women's cricket it's really helping so yeah definitely really exciting yeah that's one thing that i noticed uh watching the final uh yesterday was so it was a sold out stadium which for Mm -hmm. south africa is a very rare thing um for a game that they're playing or the final or anything it's it doesn't happen in South Africa, um, sold out stadiums. Um, but also the crowd, it was so noticeable how excited and pumped and just mm. how buzzing they were about being there to watch it and how supportive they were over the women's game, which again is actually quite rare for that to happen. Um, yeah. So it's really exciting to see. And I, I really hope this boosts women's cricket in South Africa. Yeah. And, like I honestly think it will, but like from what 
I've been speaking with my boss about. Um, yeah, so I, I know that they've had a few, um, like it's kind of cricket's been on the decline in South Africa, and this year they've really kind of invested in trying to make it a thing again and get it back going. Um, so I know he's been to a few more games, and he said the crowds are kind of getting there, and to hear that now in the women's game it's it's sold out that is absolutely amazing it's such a massive achievement and i think we need to take the time to say well done south africa amazing news and obviously south africa women you've you've reignited a spark which is fantastic and very exciting yeah bonnie Mm. i've i've decided i think we need to get a uh guest on the podcast well mother's day is coming up and we did say we did we get them on we did but I would also like a sporting guest, I think. So would I. We have been in discussion about one, but we haven't reached out, have we? No. We need to do that. I think that. we should. Yeah, because yeah, I think that would be super exciting. That would that would bring the listeners in their thousands. <laughs> Millions. Millions, maybe. Off the back of that, different on a completely different note, I've been followed by a Charlie Dean fan account. And so was our, our Instagram as well. And I saw it and I was like, I love this. This is amazing. What's it? Yeah. Uh, 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 and Sixers on my account. Yeah, I saw it on there and then they followed me on my personal one and I was like, wow. Oh, and wow. I was like excited by it. I was like, this is amazing. I love that. Like imagine being Charlie Dean. You've literally got fan accounts about you. How like unreal. At the age of like 21 as well. How's, why has no one got a fan account about me? Well, that's the thing. Do you know what? Maybe I'll create one for you. What would I post? You and your follower. (laughs) Yeah, I might be, yeah. One's better than none. That's true. That is true. Mm. But do you want to um, say goodbye-byes in a while? I would love to say goodbyes. Yes, let's. It's all sporting highlight of the week. Oh, yeah. Have you got a jingle? No. Georgia Ralph fans are gonna be. I'm back in London, so I don't have my ukulele with me. Oh, the, the, um, do you know what? I've been told by so many people that how much they love the the what you chirping now for jingle, and they get stuck in their head. Oh really? Yeah. Stuck in their head. Is, oh wow. Yeah. Like nice. it's like the other day, Adam came home from work, and he was like, "What you?" German novel because he doesn't sit in his van on the way home from work um, and then I've been told by other people as well that they absolutely love it and it gets stuck in the head and I was like haha love that that is exactly what I was going for yeah I'm glad I didn't think it would happen but I was hoping that it would happen to one person so to hear it's happened to a few people <laughs> yeah it's wonderful can confirm um sporting highlight mine's gonna be South Africa women you know what yeah love them yeah big I up that is the sporting highlight. Super exciting. Women and also Australia, congrats to them for winning again. Yeah. Um, yeah. It was a good final, well fought out. Yeah. yeah. Big congrats to Australia. And also there was, oh, I watched a really lovely video the other day. It was, um, it was an Indian player. I can't think of, of her name or who it was. Um, but it was like her first game and she was like, oh my God, look, it's Elise Perry. Oh, I really want to go say hi. And the Australian women were like, come on, let's just go say hi to her. Like, it's fine. She's like, oh no, I'm, I'm so nervous. I'm so nervous. And it was just a really, really sweet moment to like, it was like meeting her hero. It was just really oh, lovely to watch. lovely. That's nice. Yeah, so nice. Cool. Um, I've done my piece of advice, which was don't listen to the numbers. Um, what's your advice for the week, Borny? 
Um, my advice is going to be um, go for your goals like South Africa women have and then you will inspire. Love that. That's so deep, but I'm here for it. <laughs> Sing a song. You can't just put me on the spot like that. Well, I never think um, about thinking of a song. What's in my mind this week? 21. Can you do something for me? Can you hit a little... Don't know what the lyrics are. I've never heard that song before. Okay. Um... Mama, <laughs> here. Here I... No, we've done that before. Have we? We've done that before. I think so. Mummy has definitely been done before, I'm sure. I know. Um, let me think of the lyrics for a second. Okay, if not, I've got one. I can buy myself flowers. Okay. Write my name in the sand. Tattoo myself for hours. Say things you don't understand. Lovely. Oh, we're still going. Um, And that song is a song that you should sing to yourselves in the mirror. Ladies and gentlemen. Reach it, girlfriends. And also... Oh. No, wait, wait, wait. We've got two songs today because you know the new Lizzo song with Scissor where she goes, in case nobody told you today, you're special. Oh, yeah. In case nobody makes you believe, you're special. special. So you can sing those songs, combine them and have a good days. To a remix of the two songs. I can buy myself flowers because you're, you're special. special. <laughs> Write my name in the sand because you're special. You're special. <laughs> <laughs> it's the That's dance you're doing up. at the same time that no one else will see. But it makes you look <laughs> like a little five-year-old kid, a bopping machine. <laughs> I just need like some bunchies now. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to be top of the charts next week. You wait. It will, yeah. I have no doubts. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh God. Have a fabby week, people. Have Anna. a lovely week. Please report back if it's good and if it's bad, I guess. Yeah, please send us some messages about what you want to hear about. Yeah, because otherwise and... we're just talking to ourselves. Yeah, we yeah. Well, I mean, we'd do that <laughs> anyway. But And also, let us know what guests you want on. Yeah. We have contacts in a lot of places, people. So you want Boris Johnson, we can get him. I will not speak to Boris Johnson. Yeah, me neither. Um, <laughs> if you want Lizzo, Harry Styles, we can. Yeah, Lizzo, Harry Styles, we can get them. If you want to speak to um, sports stars, if you do have, if you do have Harry Styles's contact details, please share them over. Though they won't go amiss. <laughs> Just FYI. <laughs> so yeah, well, that's a bye from me. And it's a bye from... No, it's a good from me. And a bye from me. And together it's good. Bye. (laughs) Yay! (laughs) Oh, you saddo. See you later. Goodbye.